Welcome to Respiratory HQ's Journey to Success podcast, the podcast specifically for RT students because you all are the future of the respiratory therapy profession and not everything you need for success can be found in your textbooks. I'm Tanya Peel. I'm so excited to be here to give you a little guidance and insight, a few tips, maybe a few tricks to help you be successful on your journey through respiratory therapy school. Let's get started. Hello and Happy New Year, everybody. It's been just a little bit of time since I've recorded a podcast, and I know I've had a couple of you reaching out asking me if I had quit doing them or when I was going to do the next one. So here I am. I am back. Um, I had to take a little bit of a hiatus from the, the podcast last fall semester, life happened in a big way for me. Um, Right at the beginning of the semester, first week of school, as a matter of fact, I got COVID, which knocked me for a loop. And then as soon as I had recovered from that, my stepdad passed away. And those of you that follow me on this podcast, um, you've heard me talk about him having dementia. Well, um, he had he had fallen and and hit his head and had an intracranial bleed and just you know declined since then so um he passed away in September and then obviously the fem- semester was in full swing so I was doing the school thing and it just everything just happened at once and I had to prioritize and so the podcast went on the back burner but the good thing is, in in um, December, first part of December, my husband started his sabbatical from work. He gets eight weeks off with pay, so we celebrated by going to Ireland. So, really cool experience. This is the first time that I have been out of the country, that we have driven through the country, you know, and stopped at different places. So, I highly recommend that. Um, it was a bucket list for both of us, and so we just did it. And then, as soon as I got home, I went back to my mom's house and um, Patrick and I, my husband and I, um, cleaned out my stepdad's shop. He had a plumbing business that he had owned, or, you know, owned all of his adult life and just had a lifetime of things stored in there. So we spent up through New Year's getting that all cleaned out. And then last week, I just took the week uh, to reset myself I went back to work, started getting the spring semester stuff ready, but I really concentrated on on doing all the things that are good for me, right? Making sure I got my diet cleaned up, um, working out consistently again. Um, One of my New Year's resolution this year is to incorporate um, stretching five days a week. I'm really bad at stretching. So starting to do that, got my house all organized, and I am ready to start the new year and the new semester. So let's get started. So starting this new semester, I want us to focus on learning. And actually, I'm going to start focusing this a lot more with my my own classes I'm teaching. And I know that sounds silly, right? I've been teaching for over 25 years, and I'm just now focusing on learning. No, that's, that's not it at all. But I'm going to start having conversations with the students about learning. Um, so I wanted to have that conversation with you too, and have us both do some self-reflecting about responsibility and accountability. Now, now don't get worried. I'm not going to give you a lecture on what is your responsibility as a student and, and who you're accountable to. That's not what this is. This is going to be a shared experience. Okay. As far as learning, I have certain responsibilities as an educator, as a teacher, 
and I am accountable to certain people for those responsibilities, okay? And you, as a student, have certain responsibilities, and you are accountable for those responsibilities to someone, right? And so I think we we can agree with that, but my idea of responsibility and accountability and what it should be for a student is probably very different from your idea about responsibility and accountability from the student standpoint. Your idea about my responsibility and accountability is probably very different than what I think my job is as far as responsibility and accountability. So if we can have these conversations and start seeing the things, these two things from the same lens, or at least being able to come to middle ground on responsibility and accountability in the learning process, I think maybe you as a student and me as, as an instructor, we may not feel so much frustration. Okay, so let's talk about this a little bit. Let's differentiate, I guess, number one, between responsibility and accountability. So responsibility is, is task-focused. And so I'll, I'll tell you my beliefs from my standpoint as a teacher. And then I want you to think about your responsibilities as a student. So as a teacher in the classroom, I am responsible for preparing lectures for the students. Those lectures hopefully are engaging. Um, I'm bringing it down to a level that the students can comprehend it because that's my responsibility to do that. I am responsible for setting up lab so that the students can come in and what they've learned in the classroom, they can put their hands on it in the lab. I am responsible for building assignments or, or different type of opportunities for the student to engage in so that they can test their knowledge progressively. Now, that's not always a quiz or a test. Sometimes it's just putting, um, doing something a little bit different in the classroom that allows the students to test their knowledge in a different way, okay? So do you see everything I said, my responsibility, that's what I have to do. That's my task. Whereas accountability is, is more um, result focused. All right. So I am, I have to answer for my behavior. I have to answer for my actions and I have to answer for my performance. And sometimes your performance too as a student. So responsibility is the task and accountability is the answering for that. Okay, so I told you about what my responsibility kind of in a, a nutshell would be as an instructor. And let's talk about my accountability. I'm responsible for preparing those lectures, the lab, the, the, the learning environment that the students can engage in. If I do a poor job at that, I am accountable for my actions. Now, I'm accountable to the students. Absolutely. If I have failed them, I am accountable to them. I am accountable 
to my team at work. You know, we're in a program, and uh, the three full-time faculty, we all teach different classes, and those classes have got to come together at the end so that the students can pass the TMC and CSC exam. So I have to do my part, meaning doing that job of preparing the students in the classes that I teach, they have to do their job because we are accountable to each other. No one person makes a, a student a respiratory therapist. It takes a team, so I'm a, responsible to my team. I am accountable to my administration at the college. I have rules I have to work within. I have legalities that I have to, to think about. And, and if I don't toe the line in certain things, I'm going to be accountable for those actions. And a lot of times accountability means you're going to suffer consequences. Okay. Another thing that I am responsible for, another party I am, I guess, accountable to would be the Commission on Accreditation for Respiratory Care. That is a school's, the school's accrediting body for respiratory. They say that we're good enough to be teaching our students respiratory care. And so I, I have, I'm responsible for doing all sorts of reports and everything, but the end result is I then have to be accountable for the student's Outcomes. Okay, so do you see the difference that that responsibility is task focused and accountability is answering for what your responsibilities were? Okay, so answering for your behavior, actions, and your performance. But I am gonna I'm gonna say this: while I am accountable to my students, I am accountable to my team, I'm accountable to my administration at the college, and I am accountable to the COARC for our respiratory care program. Probably the most important person I am accountable to is myself, okay? If I can maintain accountability with myself, everything else will fall into place. And I think this came from my raising. Somehow, uh, along the way growing up, I was I had a, a very um, firm insulation. Um, my parents instilled in me a very um, tough work ethic. You know, I, I, I may not be the smartest person. I've always said this. I may not be the smartest, but you're going to be hard-pressed to find somebody that can outwork me. You know, I have a very good work ethic. Um, I'm also a perfectionist, and so... Never, when I say that, I am never perfect, but I always strive for that. And if I fall short of something, and this has probably something to do in my raising also, I feel guilty. I feel like I haven't given it my best, and that makes me feel guilty. So when I am accountable to myself, I don't have to, I do have to worry about the students, but if I'm accountable to myself, I will have done a good job and given the students what they need. I have been accountable to them and to administration and to my team and to the co-arc. So what I would like for you to do this next week is really stop and think about, as a student, what are your responsibilities? Okay, think about what your responsibilities are as a student. That's a task focus now. What do you have to do to be successful? All right. And then on the flip side, 
I want you to also think about then who you are accountable to as a student. So you are responsible for doing the task, but who do you have to answer to? Okay. And I bet the first thing that pops into your mind when you think about accountability is being accountable to the instructor. I'm going to flip that a little bit. I don't think my students are accountable to me personally. I just happen to be the one that enforces the rules of the program. Okay, so a lot of times the students are thinking it's the instructor doing this, it's the instructor doing that. We have a certain set of standards, um, and you probably do in your program also. We have a student handbook that has all those rules and regulations, right? We have to adhere to those, and somewhere along the way, you've probably signed saying you will. So if you're not adhering to the rules, your accountability is actually to the program, not the individual instructors. The individual instructors are just the one upholding the rules of the program, okay? Does that make sense? So that's what I'd like you to do this week. I want you to just really think about your responsibilities as a student. And now as you're thinking about your responsibilities as a student, I want you to also think about if if that's your responsibility, are you following through on your responsibility? And then think about that accountability. Maybe think about a time that you you had to be accountable in school for something and the, the outcome, the consequence of that accountability was some kind of disciplinary action. And I want you to go back and reflect on that and ask yourself, was the accountability because of a responsibility that wasn't done correctly or wasn't done as good as you could have done it? Okay, this is where we're going to start. We're going to start talking about, thinking about responsibility and accountability. And next week, we're going to talk about our beliefs as a learner and a teacher. Okay, so I just want to say thank you for listening in. Thank you for joining me again in this new year. And let's just make it the best semester we've had yet. I'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.